You're tuning into Podmas on Vlogboss Radio, episode 131. What's up, socials? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Vlogboss Radio. It is Sunday, December 10th. 2017, coming to you from my hometown of Columbus, Ohio, in the United States. We are counting down to the holidays. We are doing Podmas here on the podcast. That's 25 days of YouTube vlogging tips just for you, just because I'm cool like that. Yeah, I like to deliver. You guys have been so cool. I mean, the tweets, I've got, I'm getting Facebook private messages now. I can't keep up. It's just awesome. It's so cool that you guys are enjoying this. So, I'm at it again. We have an awesome YouTube tip coming up. But first, I want to remind you that not only is Podmas going on, but Vlogmas is going on. That's right. There's a video every day for the 25 days to Christmas on the YouTube channel. So the fastest way to go watch that kind of thing is at amy.video in your browser. That'll take you straight to my YouTube channel. And everything's going on from there on in terms of like life tips and here's what's going on with me when I'm getting ready for the holidays. And make sure you check out these really great Q&As that I did while I was in London. Still just living for my sit down with Jess Dante from the Love in London YouTube channel. If you care at all, not just about having a travel channel, she, she specializes in that. Uh, but we gave some really good advice around just like what time to post in general on YouTube and the idea of having a niche and why that's better than being too wide and really talking through that and what that means. By the way, she has a travel vlog without actually having to travel. So something to keep in mind there, it may apply to you no matter what your goals with vlogging. Check that out. Amy.video is the YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, just like take a good look at all the good stuff that's been happening this month. 10 episodes in, 10 episodes of podcast. 10 episodes of the video. It's all been really fun. Our uh, YouTube tip of the day is coming up. We're going to be talking about audience retention, that weird phrase that nobody really understands or knows what it is. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what it is and why you really need to be paying attention to it because there might be a glaring number in your face that could tell you exactly how you need to change your videos. And I'm going to talk to you about that in just a bit. But first, it's time for your Vlogboss gift recommendation of the day. My friends, it's time to make good on that promise you gave someone. You were like, I'm going to take care of you for Christmas because you've been extra awesome this year. That person could be your kid. That person could be you. Maybe you deserve something really good for Christmas. It it's completely up to you. I don't care. But I am going to tell you what you need to get for the vlog boss in your life this holiday season. This is a doozy. This one's a big one. This is a This is a big one. But let me tell you. It has completely changed everything for me. So just keep that in mind big time because this is a major purchase, but it will be very helpful for somebody who is getting started with vlogging and is bootstrapping in the sense that they don't have a team working for them. My recommendation for today is Final Cut Pro. This is a professional grade editing software that works on Mac only. It is an Apple product. 
We have backup recommendations if someone is not on a Mac, but let's be real. This is why this is a pricey one, because if you're getting this for somebody who doesn't have a Mac, then we're talking about a lot more money. But let me tell you, I was on Adobe Premiere Pro, which I totally recommend, and I think it's a great, great software, especially for the super pros of the world to edit. However, it is a lot to deal with, and I knew that my editing was more than the average iMovie production, but not so much that I needed such a big spaceship. So Final Cut Pro is something I switched to a couple of years ago based on the recommendation of some close YouTube friends of mine. And I'm so glad I did because it gives you the ability to be very professional with your content, but not get so lost in all the nitty gritty details that can be video editing. I like to recommend Final Cut Pro to the people who are like, I feel like I need some more room to stretch with my editing capabilities. I started on iMovie or I started on Windows Movie Maker or something like that, and it's not doing it for me anymore. You can probably find a good intermediate editor that would be just great, but for most people and a lot of the individuals that are editing these days tend to be um, thinking about going pro sooner than later because it's getting so much easier to go pro. And that's why I typically recommend Final Cut Pro because many of those people do start on an iMovie. And what's great about that is iMovie is basically the beginner version of Final Cut Pro. It feels like a natural transition for somebody who starts an iMovie. I never really used iMovie. I didn't like it at first. But then when I switched to Final Cut, I understand why things were the way they were in iMovie. And I got used to it. And Final Cut was just so much easier, so much easier from a learner's curve perspective, because things are still very drag and drop and easy to use. And the details of how to change things isn't hiding in a in a crazy folder within a folder within a folder situation, which I feel like happens in Adobe. But it is really great how much you can customize. The other thing I love about Final Cut Pro, and I've been getting a lot of comments on my graphics lately, love your graphics, where are these coming from? I don't have a designer that's working on this for me. I like to go out into the marketplace and find things that are created for Final Cut Pro. We live in an amazing world of digital media where I don't have to have someone custom design graphics for me. I don't have to have someone custom design a theme for my WordPress site. All these things are being curated and designed in these marketplaces. And the same goes for Final Cut Pro plugins. A lot of these graphics I'm using, I'm pulling from a site where I buy it from them. It's a one-time fee. And then I integrate it into my Final Cut Pro platform. And then I customize it to match my brand. So that's what I love about Final Cut Pro. You're not going to have that same capability with a beginner editor. And this is a pretty big purchase. We're talking about $300 in the Apple store or the app store, I guess I should say. And that's a lot. But if someone is really focused on making videos, let's say they've gotten started, they've proven that they'll do the work, and they need a little bit more room to stretch their legs, this will be such a great surprise for them because there's so many tutorials online that will help them get through the process of learning, and they will have such great content in turn. So that is my recommendation. Final Cut Pro, just do a quick Google and search for it. There is no affiliate for this because it's an Apple product. So I'm truly recommending it because I absolutely believe in it. Not that I don't 
you know, believe in the things I recommend. But I have to tell you, I fight with my cinematographer at Aftermark about this all the time because he's in Adobe and I'm in Final Cut. And I think it makes sense for, you know, the more professional grade stuff to happen in Adobe a lot of the time. But Final Cut is so fantastic for those of us who really want to set our best foot forward, but don't need to have to learn this crazy spaceship that is just not going to be intuitive. Apple, is intuitive. So I totally recommend Final Cut Pro. If you want to see more of my recommendations for software, you can go to SavvySexySocial.com slash shop. And I also have some things included in my Vlog Like a Boss gear guide. You can download that for free at VlogLikeABoss.com slash gear guide. And that was your daily Vlog Boss gift guide recommendation of the day. All right, let's talk about the YouTube tip of the day. And that is this crazy sounding analytic that is in the back end of your YouTube channel. If you go into your analytics and you look at that sidebar, there's lots of things. There's your overview, there's real time, there's revenue reports. And underneath watch time reports, you will find audience retention. This is just belief you're wa- beneath watch time as well. It's amongst demographics and playback locations and things like that. This audience retention section is often ignored by people because it's not the sexiest of information. However, it is quite interesting if you ask me. Audience retention is the concept of how long does someone care to watch your video? And this is extremely important. We've talked about the relationship that someone has with a video when they choose to watch it. They click it on YouTube, the video and the audio shows up at the same time, and they begin. So at that point, the viewer is constantly leaning to this video on, am I going to stay or am I going to leave? Because I'm not sure this video is going to make good on the promise it made. Maybe I found it in search or it was recommended and I'm still looking for the right solution. Or if you're an entertainer of some kind and you're somebody that someone subscribes to already, you could be someone they admire, but are you keeping their attention with what you've always done well? Or is this your best work so far as every video should be every time you publish? So that is why I really recommend you look at this audience retention report because it's the concept of what is the average percentage that was being viewed of your video. You can break this out into multiple ways. You can look at your entire channel as a whole over over the last X number of days or years, whatever is, it's completely up to you. The default will always show up of the last 28 days and it will be for your channel as a whole. So this could be a really interesting number. It may or may not be something that you can make sense of because it can be from videos years ago, depending on how old your channel is. Mine is very old. Um, it will it will not only be focused on what you've published in the last 28 days, if that's the default timeline. So with that, you can look at it and say, okay, all right, that might be a a somewhat average number. It could be a little bit better, but maybe we want to look at a video in particular. Let's say your latest. You can actually go into the search for content field and pull up a video that you've posted recently. So when you do that, it will then focus on the amount of time that is being taken into consideration and 
usually that's going to be the last 28 days. So with the last 28 days of this video, if you just published it yesterday, then first of all, this content won't even be there because it's not been enough time. It's ideally about a week old at this point that you're looking into it. But um, you will only be able to take into consideration that amount of time. So if a video is five years old, you're probably going to want to look at the audience retention over five years so you can really understand if it's been good. Or you can even look, how did it do the first year? Or how did it do the fifth year? Is it irrelevant now? Is it still doing well? The goal here being, we're going to look at two things. Average percentage viewed and average view duration. They sound about the same, but the average of all your videos, which will not all be the same timestamp, is going to be taken into consideration for the channel audience retention, where the view duration is going to be specific to, well, what was the view duration of, you know, all things considered. You can average that out and, and things like that. But the goal that I want you to really hone in on is you know, how long are people really watching? Like, let's break, let's break this down. The numbers are not confusing. It may feel like I'm saying a lot of words and it's like not making a lot of sense. And that's okay. Because when you break it down, it's this. How much of your entire video, 100%, 100% is your entire video. How much of that did they watch? Because if you're looking at somewhere between 10 and 20%, and let's focus on one video, and let's say we, we open up the time uh, that we're measuring to the entire time the video has been on the internet. How long are people watching? If the average average percentage is less than 25%, maybe less than 30%, that's probably not good. Because if you think about that, let's say it's a four-minute video, you're talking about losing people at the one-minute mark. What did you do in the first minute that did not make good on what you said you were going to do in that video? Better audience retention is shooting for around 50% because what happens is a lot of people will watch till the end and then there will be people that just ADD, I wanted to watch this, but maybe I'm not going to, or it's still not good enough for me, I'm out of here. You're just going to have those people that leave early. But the vast majority, ideally, will stay much longer than the few that get kind of happy clicking and moving around. And also their view isn't really going to count until they get to the 30 second mark. So think about that too. The view counted at 30 seconds and then did they leave at the one minute mark? What happened in that minute? You have to be thinking about that because we got them to click on it. So now if we're losing them early in the video, think about that call to action you have clear at the end of the video. If we're not even getting them there, that's bad news. We really wasted a lot of time here. Should the video have been shorter? Did you not get to your point quickly enough? in that first minute or in the first 30 seconds. On average, it's about the eight second mark that somebody clicks in their head, this is gonna be a good fit or this is not. And therefore, they'll either stay for about 50% or longer of the video or leave at that moment, at the eight second mark, not even giving you a view most of the time. And that's just a an assumption that we're making because YouTube's never really told us for sure how long it takes to get a view on a video, but they have said around 30 seconds. So with that being the case, if someone makes a decision at the eight second mark, they don't even give you a view because they didn't get to 30 seconds. Holy crap. Like just think about that. We got them to click. It's your job to keep them there. The reason I, I want you to also think about not just the percentage, but the average view duration is because when you start to click around and look at your different videos, look at your channel as a whole, you should look at that average view duration and say, hmm, well, if my average view duration is two minutes and 30 seconds, 
and I've been posting videos that are 20 minutes long, then first of all, you know your average percentage viewed is going to be very low with that ratio. But you're also looking square in the face at the number that people are probably okay with watching your channel. And that's the two minutes to three minute mark. Now, looking at that, you should say, hmm, what can I do with that information? How can I improve knowing that? Well, how about we try making a video right around the average view duration? Because if I'm already getting them to watch for two and a half to three minutes, I might be able to keep that up. But imagine if that was the end of the video then. If you ended the video at the three minute mark or the four minute mark. Well, now your average view duration of the, or excuse me, your average percentage of that video is going to be much higher. It could be darn near 100% because you shortened that video, you adjusted to what the audience wanted, you got to your point more quickly, you made it something people wanted to watch instead of something people had to suffer through, and you get better. The channel is going to get better because of that. YouTube looks at audience retention not as rigidly as it does if you are, you know, not having very much watch time in the first place. At least having some minutes watched on your channel and that continuing to increase is is very good. But if you have an average percentage viewed as a channel of 10% or less, that is a sure indication in addition to many other things probably happening with the channel that YouTube's not really interested in sending you traffic because you don't retain people. Average audience retention. So this number is actually very important. It isn't the number, but it is certainly an understanding of how well you're doing and whether or not your audience cares for what you have been posting. So I challenge you, go to your YouTube channel if you've been uploading. And let's say you have one video. One video is live. Ideally, you've got at least double-digit views on that because otherwise your audience retention is going to be pretty rough. It could be 100% or it could be like 1% because if you just don't have enough impressions to measure, it's going to be really difficult. But if you've got some traction, look into your audience retention. Look at it as a channel as a whole Look at it on an individual video basis. Look at your short videos versus your long videos. Really try to get an understanding of what your audience has been excited to do and to watch and to stay for the entirety of, where they really, really paid attention. What's very interesting, extra bonus tip, is when you see certain spikes happen in an audience retention graph because most of the time it's a slowly declining graph. It should start at 100% and slowly decline and hopefully taper off around 40 to 50%, maybe 30. But when you see these spikes throughout the video, that's a sign that you did something that made someone want to rewind. Not just someone, many people. And you end up having a little bit of an increase of your audience retention. This is why we see things like Easter eggs in videos, little text on screen because it makes people rewind and go back. That increases your watch time. That increases your audience retention. You may even find that a video has higher than 100% audience retention at the very start of the video. And that could be for the same reason. Somebody missed the beginning. Somebody missed what you said or thought it was funny or wanted to see it again. This is why people add the very best moment of their video to the beginning of the video to get that rewind, rewind, to get the context, to get the setup. 
Use this information to your advantage to hack the system and hack the viewer to go, wait, what did I miss? What did I, what was that? Jump cutting, classic example of why this works. You're constantly trying to keep up. Audience retention is the metric, the graph that displays this dead center in front of you as the creator measuring success. So go into your audience retention, take a look around. If you've just gotten started, like I said, it may not be the most eventful thing to measure, but it's certainly going to open your eyes around, hey, I've been posting two minute videos and I've got 75% retention rate. Awesome. Stick with that. And you're going to be able to take liberties in the future to get longer and longer if you like. We probably don't want a two-minute video because minutes watched on YouTube are important. However, if you're getting people to watch more than one, then that's okay. Keeping them short and sweet is good. Too short, one-minute video is not a good idea because what's one minute going to pay for pay off in YouTube? One view, one minute, not good. One view, two minutes. One view, three minutes, great. But if you are making people suffer through the content and you get zero minutes, not good check out that audience retention, figure out what camp you're in, figure out what camp you want to be in and make your adjustment to your content strategy from there. And that was your YouTube tip of the day. This has been your Podmas on Vlogboss Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it as always. If you want to discover your excellence in vlogging and building your personal brand, pick up a copy of my book, Vlog Like a Boss, found on Amazon or your favorite online stores. More details and the bonus if you pick it up at vloglikeaboss.com. Subscribe for good vibes and remember to go after the life that you want. Cheers. Cheers.